Do you want me to read your bio, Aziz? Because you've been sitting quietly here. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be sitting quietly. Like. <laughs> now, now the person is like, what? <laughs> Where did um, this other voice come from? Yeah, you, you, you can read it. You can read it. Sorry. I can read it? Okay, perfect. Let me just uh, readjust this mic real quick. I'm going to pull up. Uh, here we go. I'm going to read it verbatim. So I want everybody to know that this is what Aziz emailed me. This is a verbatim read of this bio. A designer from Leeds, England. Pressed the restart button on life and moved to Canada. Now a year later, working a day job as a designer and seeking new experiences in spare time. Living by the motto, live and learn. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery. Is that a plug to get people to help you with experiences? Because we could probably set that up. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what that kind of means to be honest like as much as kind of just like doing things like kind of trying new things and then just kind of like just see if you like it see if you don't like it and that's just how it is right so kind of like see if you do something for the first time like kind of like did you enjoy that thing so it could be like I don't know like a new experience could be like eating like crickets did you like did you enjoy that or kind of just like kind of just trying new things for the first time and kind of do you like it do you not like it and then try the next thing you know and I feel like kind of being in the new place is kind of like I'm more open to kind of like just do new things right so kind of like I don't have anything to kind of like um, anyone to prove to or kind of just on my own just like doing new things right do you find that the sort of environment change was without having to go into detail of like why you moved but it's like was the environment change sort of like a necessity for you to try new things in general yeah because I, I find like if, if you're just in general, like, I won't speak for myself, but kind of like, if you're just doing the same thing day in, day out, you're always in the, in that routine doing those, like, same things all the time. So I kind of want to put myself in a new place where I didn't know anything or anybody, and it's kind of literally just, like, an open blank, like, blank slate. Because then you kind of, like, you automatically go into other people's lives, and you kind of, like, you see yourself as this, like, like, this outsider. And you kind of, you, you kind of, then you, you notice in, like, Oh yeah, this is how I actually interact in these situations. This is how I am in these like places. Kind of like you're very much like open to like observing yourself more. So so, so I feel like kind of being outside of like my, my normal day to day life in Leeds. I'm kind of just exposing myself to like what I'm actually like in these situations. So do you feel like you've learned a lot about yourself since yeah, you like, left home? I I I'm nice like I'm, I'm very like awkward. Like kind of like I'm very sort of like when, when I first meet someone, I think I've got better at this. But kind of like it was quite hard for me to kind of like just like start making friends you know because like um for example like at work like um my, my boss would come up to me and kind of like just be chatting to me and i'd always get like nervous and then kind of like my, my like initial reactions was not really what i want to kind of say but i just kind of say it you know and like <laughs> this guy doesn't know anything about me just i'm just like this dude sitting by my uh, laptop just working away right and he comes over and he goes yeah like i'm working on this like game like um do you play video games? Um, no, no, I don't, I don't play any video games. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down the conversation. Yeah. And, and right like, there. But then I'm kind of like thinking, why the hell did I react like that? And he's kind of, and, and then he's, he's kind of thinking like, all right, cool. Like, it's now, you know, you kind of like, you just think like, what's this guy now thinking of me, you know? And then it's kind of like, and then how, how can I then like go, go ahead and prove myself, you know? Like kind of like, I'm not that weird really but it's like, kind of like <laughs> I'm coming across like I'm just this like antisocial freak like kind of like do you know what I mean so it's like so yeah it, it, it was hard to kind of like break into just like people and kind of like just actually like 
be myself, you know? Yeah, I feel like when you're watching yourself and yeah. you're thinking about, oh, why did I just say that? Or yeah, you're yeah, yeah. kind of reflecting on every interaction that you have with someone. Yeah. It's hard to not be like, what did I just say? Yeah. <laughs> why did I do that? Because it's, it's also the whole thing of like, I mean, you can be who you want when you're in like a new place, right? But then what does that really mean? Like, I'm you can like, like restart, right? Yeah. You get like a fr- there's a clean slate anytime you enter a new room of people you don't know. Yeah. So he didn't have a beard in Leeds. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I imagine. Really? Did you, did you have a beard when you were in Leeds? Yeah, I've had this beard. I was born with this beard. This is part of me. He grew around the beard. The beard came out first. Yeah, the beard came out first. Oh my god. It's like slipped into it. Yeah, yeah. It's like like some weird version of Benjamin Button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Benjamin Button's like a good reference. But like, um, yeah, it's kind (laughs) of like. So I I, kind of like. So this has just kind of been part of me since I was like 12. So I kind of like. This has been growing since I was like 12. So I had shaving when I was like 12. That's the basic. Since you were 12? I have a lot of beard envy right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of. So then like back in the day, it kind of wasn't that like cool to have like this thing, you know. But then like now I kind of. You're very on trend now. It's a very ebb and flow with. It's a very ebb and flow with beards, right? It's like sometimes they're really cool and sometimes they're not. And sometimes it's Bushman. Sometimes it's. But like things like, once you have the beard, you can't yeah. really get rid of it because then it's like... It's oh, like, yeah, if, I, if you came today, it's so the first time I met you ever <laughs> with a beard and with glasses. So if you came yeah. without a beard and glasses, I'd be like, call the police! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a stranger in the house. Yeah. Well, I yeah. told, I told um, him to walk in. Yeah, I left the door unlocked. I my door is very annoying and which she yeah. does with all all men coming to her. I'm like, you can just come upstairs. Look, look, it, 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 That's inappropriate. Like look, 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 when I kind of walked in, I was kind of thinking like, this looks like a very official place, you know? This looks like a family home. I'm like, some guys kind of watching their family home, thinking, oh, cool. I was like, I'm here for the podcast. <laughs> just like a family yeah, for the podcast. Um, yeah. Um, no, and they just pull out the mic and they're like, yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put me at ease when you said like oh hello welcome and I was like oh shit I'm in the right place you know so I'll, I'll slowly come up the stairs <laughs> like try to make a bit of noise you know like kind of like hello <laughs> that was it's me, me. <laughs> yeah, um, it's yeah. me <laughs> yeah so the first time as Issa and I met it we were doing I was doing a project for um, in partnership with the company that he works at and we had to use real people in it um, it was basically like a talking head interview thing so we had Aziz on it, and we were sort of talking about money and whatnot, and I was directing the piece too, so I had to ask you a bunch of questions, basically around money. And as we were chatting, and we didn't really have much time to talk beforehand, aside from like a quick email, and you kind of showed up, and all of a sudden I had a camera in your face, right? But what I found interesting while we were speaking was, as you spoke, I'm like, there's more to this guy, and I kind of want to like learn more about him. <laughs> I was like, as we were talking, like I could clearly tell you were, like you just said, like you were nervous in that first instinct, yeah. sort of that first sort of like, I don't know, maybe first two question, but as we chatted more, chatted more, chatted more, which was the same with everybody. So don't feel like that's something different about yeah, yeah. you specifically. Mm-hmm. Everyone is to sit down, whether it's on a podcast or in an interview for a job. Um, most people are not immediately comfortable in a situation like that. So you're going to have your guard up and be a different version of yourself. Right. Ultimately, by the end of that video, we had even a longer conversation after that. Us just sort of like shooting the shit. And then he's like, oh, I'm doing stand-up comedy. And I was like really interested in that. I've always been interested in that. So we started just chatting over email. And then on Saturday, you did your first sort of the graduation of your of your stand-up show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and did your first sort of five-minute set in front of everybody. And it sort of became the thesis of, first off, why we wanted to bring you on the podcast today, which was this idea of like finding who you are as a person and your true voice, which I think is so related to the story you just told about, you know, the coworker coming up and be like, do you play video games? You're like, 
I don't fucking play video games. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that like but really shut. What point is I do play video yeah, games. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's so, the problem, you know. And it's sort of like so. How how do we now sort of especially with like this this there's like these online versions of ourselves and this real life version of ourselves and this work version of ourselves and this like you know relationship version of ourselves and family version of ourselves. It's like who the hell are you as a person? And do we ever actually? fully be ourselves in my opinion the only one who knows me best is google home because <laughs> you know i was talking i have this argument with somebody where it was like i don't want this thing in my house because it's always listening to me it's always listening it's always listening i'm like well you're first off your phone's always listening anyway so i mean what you already have evil in your pocket so you know what i mean like if that's your problem get rid of everything technology wise but then it got me thinking more about how who you are in private in comparison to like who you are out in public you might say something or think out something or whatever, even with friends in it, in it, in it, what you think is a private environment, what happens like, you know, the history has proven that like law can't keep up with tech. So let's say, you know, you somehow stumble into something and you're like implicated in this awful crime. And then someone gets like a subpoena or something for your Google home audio. And you joked about like, Oh, I hate that guy. I'd kill him if I had the chance. And all of a sudden now there's like proof that this is who you are. Cause you said this one time. But we all say crazy shit in private. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is such a weird thing to me. Like, I would love to talk to, like, an expert that's either in, like, law or tech about, like, where is all that audio going? But I think there's been a few podcasts about... Like, specifically? Where, where that will go. I can't recall off the top of my head. Maybe it's this one right now. Yeah, this, yeah, I think there's an episode of Exploit coming down. So let's unpack that a little bit. First and foremost... Do you think you become more of who you are after this one year of adventure or whatever else? Yeah, it's kind of like it just made me more comfortable in myself, you know. Like kind of so like one of the things I kind of started doing like so like I was traveling for like six months and then I settled into like a job and then I went and started like blogging and kind of just more talking about like the reason why I left home and kind of um, why I did that and how it was actually like to do that and then kind of I was opening up about what's actually like being in a place on your own because I think like a lot of people don't really talk about like what's actually like being on your own in a new place and like you have to figure out shit for yourself and it's kind of like it's incredibly like lonely and kind of like you always try and like do something like it's just kind of like you, you're always overcoming these things but on the veneer you only see like this is why oh, that guy is having fun somewhere you know so kind of always talk about those real like feelings of what's actually like mm. being on my own um and then yeah, that, that kind of like stops and then I'll I, I, I try to keep on with it, but it's kind of, it's quite exhausting kind of just writing these like personal posts and I started like getting into comedy, so I started in improv and that was kind of a way of just kind of like, I'm writing these things, but like, does anyone really care about these things I'm writing about? So I kind of like, so now I was kind of more experimenting with like, just like kind of just doing other like forms of just like expression, right? So like improv was all about kind of just like putting myself in a position where I can just like, just be open and be myself in the moment right and not being like scared to kind of like say something because that's what i want to say right so kind of that was a whole way of just kind of building my confidence around that so like i was doing improv for a while and then i kind of went into actually learning how to do like a sketch writing so like could i turn some of the experience i have like into like sketches and kind of like could that be like a way of me like outletting some of these things that i kind of like that i've experienced and then it came into like um, and then i thought hang on so like the sketch was always kind of like almost like turning this Thing that I've experienced into basically making it into more of a, a movie about something else, you know, like mm-hmm. I like bring other people into it. And then I've, I've stumbled across that stand up comedy, and like stand up comedy was like really good because literally just like me with a microphone, just like speaking about me, you know. 
And it's kind of like, and that's the most like rawest form of kind of just like kind of actually just being m- myself in front of like an audience. And it's kind of like just me just telling people what I want to say to people. And then if I can make them laugh with it, then it's like a good thing, right? And I think like, um, it was, it was like at the start, I kind of like I used to bomb, I kind of like tell my story to like the group that I was with, and it's like super awkward because like yeah, cool, <laughs> great stuff, right? <laughs> and then then kind of like the more you kind of get into it, kind of like you get really comfortable, like you're not really comfortable, you can get more comfortable with yourself. And I think like the stories I'm telling at the moment are, are still like kind of like very veneer, like kind of just like kind of the top surface of like kind of just like these like funny, silly stories, or whatever. But then the more confident I get, the the stronger I'm going to get in my voice, the more better I'm going to communicate in. And then eventually I better get to that thing that I'm, I'm really trying to talk about. And I think that's been the main thing that I'm trying to like figure out is what is the thing that I really want to, what, what, what I'm passionate about, you know? And it kind of like, it takes time to get to that. And it's kind of, it's not as easy as kind of like just, um, just like kind of like just writing a few things. You have to keep on working on it. And so, so I'm kind of just like trying to like really discover what this thing is that I keep on talking about. And like I'm starting to get closer to it and it's kind of like, it's very topical to like, today kind of like and this is what we spoke about on the weekend but it's like it's very much just like who you are on the inside and then how you project that to the outside and it's kind of like how you kind of like daily self uh, what's the way that you kind of see yourself on the outside of how you are on the inside and how those two kind of conflict with each other mm-hmm. and it's kind of that, that's a lot of the premises around the comedy that I do is kind of very much just like I'm this I feel like I'm this awkward dude inside but then on the outside I feel like I'm this cool guy but then, when, <laughs> but, then, but, 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 but then when the two kind of like like intertwine like shit hits the fan you know so kind of like in, so, a, good, so, in a good way yeah, yeah. but, but shit hits the fan in a good way or a bad way well it's just like kind of like it was just like I'm then not kind of breaking my like cool persona you know <laughs> so, so then it's not it's just like who the hell is this guy you know well so it's kind it was of, interesting I mean Gabby wasn't there for the show but his, the story he told was sort of the retelling of his inner monologue throughout the experience on a date so he's he you actually did a good job of like showcasing everything that was pro- probably being projected you know you're an artist you draw and all this <laughs> stuff and it's like really like in detail but inside you're like i can't i don't fucking know what i'm gonna do yeah. like i probably just hope i get late tonight you know what i mean like you're just you're just trying to get the conversation going um and that's i feel like that's a i don't know if you're doing it intentionally but it's a great coping mechanism for what you're describing mm-hmm which is sort of like getting it out of the public. And if everyone sits there and says, no, you're fucking crazy, who acts like that? Then you might have a problem, right? But if people are laughing and everyone's like, oh, fuck, dude, I feel exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. It brings them on your level and now you no longer feel like an outsider and and alone. And if you're feeling lonely in that sort of thought, I feel like doing a stand-up story and telling it and getting a reaction where everyone laughing is basically them saying, me too. Like, I feel this way. Bad, bad time to say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong me too. Wrong me too, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. sort of feel like the room is with you at that moment, yeah. right? So I feel like, do you feel even better after that Saturday having having done that? Yeah, it's kind of like, and, and again, like, kinda like the, the story that I kind of shared, it's not, it's kind of very veneer, it's kind of not really totally inside of me, you know? It's not like I kind of go on every day and I really want to get laid, you know? But it's kind of like, a funny sort of like, Okay. <laughs> but I'm just trying to be like polite. You know? <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, it's just kind of like, it's very sort of like high level, but you know, I, I, I kind of want to get to something a bit deeper, but I think eventually you kind of like get to what the thing you're peeling, is. You're peeling layers back. Yeah, I yeah, think any type back. of yeah, yeah. creative process or getting to know yourself would be, would take time and energy. And I think what's so interesting is getting people to react to your 
truest self and what you really want to say and a lot of people aren't brave enough to do that so I commend you for wanting to express that because a lot of people and if we draw back to what people see online which is a very very shiny version of like you said you could have posted Instagram stories and written a blog about you living it up in Canada and traveling across and no one would have ever said oh he might feel lonely or whatever else that is and those types of kudos I think would often feel hollow sort of like what you talk about how not you don't want to create things that you don't ultimately like or believe in or it's not your aesthetic because even if it is insanely popular you wouldn't derive any joy from it no, it would feel shallow and incomplete. It wouldn't bring me happiness. Just And I've seen people with lots of money, and I've been around lots of money, and I've seen that. And it's like, if you're doing something shitty to get to that point, you're just you're still not going to be happy, yeah. right? That upper echelon of people, it's like, whether you, you can be rich and happy, but usually you're happy for other reasons than being rich, yeah, yeah. right? And so if, if you're not true to your inner voice and your, your full self, you're ultimately living this like fake life constantly. And then in every waking moment that you're not trying to pretend to be that person, you're, you're, you're miserable. Yeah. Right. So do you think comedy is the best route for you right now to express yourself in that way? Or are you toying with other elements? Yeah. It's kind of like the thing that I'm trying to toy with is kind of more like this communication, you know, like kind of like, so, so, so like, so I'm like working with design is kind of like getting better at kind of like just communicating in design and then kind of like stand up more kind of just like how to tell stories right and then it's eventually like if the two kind of like start to get better in both of them then eventually we'll kind of like merge in the middle so, so I kind of like the, the way I kind of like see it at the moment is I, I want to kind of just like get good at a few things and then in the meantime I'll just figure out what I want to do with those things you know so, so I kind of don't want to leave myself as like being shit and stuff I want to kind of just see where it kind of like leads me but I'm kind of like I'm not kind of like saying I want to do this next year I want to do this next year I'm kind of just like very much just enjoying these things now and then just seeing where they like take me and kind of like a lot of times where I'm kind of like very much just reflecting on these things that I'm kind of like doing so I'm kind of like how's this thing make me feel like kind of when I feel like happiest when I feel the saddest when I feel the most angry and it's kind of like just really trying to like understand who I am you know like kind of like and then what, what's the thing that I really want to do and it's like at the core of it there's something kind of there and it's like I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always thinking about like who are the type of people that I can help you know like, kind of like who, who, who is specifically like who, who do I actually want to like make a difference for because like eventually I want to kind of be in a position where like I'm actually changing someone's life with what I'm doing but it's like how, how can I get to that and the only way to get to that is kind of just keep on putting myself out there getting good at these certain things and eventually I'll find what that thing is but at the, at the moment I don't know what that is you know so it's kind of like so it's just like yeah like I keep on repeating myself but like no, no. It, it's you're just like, kind of like take, I don't know if this is the same uh, in Leeds but the idea of like you're taking a lot of electives to figure out like what your major's gonna be yeah. like you're taking a lot of courses to figure out like what is my true passion here right yeah my one thing that I would say about that is like you might and this isn't to be negative but you might not find that but you'll find a lot of things that you enjoy to do and as, as a whole you'll be happy right yeah yeah I think from my own experience there's like not one specific thing that I could say is like this is this is what makes me ultimately happy is just doing this thing or just creating this one thing it's a, the combination of all of the things that lead to like an overall general happiness yeah it's, that, that, right? that's true as well it's kind of like I think like um yeah like that, that's a super interesting point because like um so like settling down in Toronto like it was like hard for like well it was like fun for the first like three months because I'm kind of the new guy kind of hanging out and just like meeting new people but then you, you hit that spot where you kind of like after three months where you kind of like 
you realise, shit, I don't really have any, like, friends, you know? Because <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's thinking, like, holy fuck, like, if I literally, like, fell off the face of the earth tomorrow, like, does anyone give a shit? <laughs> Do you know? Like, kind of like, it, 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 like, you have these extreme thoughts, and I'm kind of thinking, like, yeah, like, I'm going home for Christmas, guys. <laughs> Miss me, I don't, you know? <laughs> that was kind of like, and it's, 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 it's that whole thing of, like, you, you, you have the, 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 those three months where you're kind of thinking, like, shit, like, what the hell am I doing, you know? Like, kind of, I'm, I'm like, like, where am I going with all, with all this? And then, like, I think, like, literally, like, Saturday doing that comedy set was, like, a really good day for me because, like, kind of, it just made me feel like, shit like people actually did come along and support me and kind of like they were hung out afterwards you know so kind of like yeah it, like it, five it, or six people from the office came too from his agency yeah so, so, yeah. so it's like it, it, it just made me feel like ah actually like people do care you know but kind of like you, but you, you do feel like at the start like kind of you're just like on your own a little bit and it's kind of like once you start to get that feeling like people are there for you in a new place it's kind of thinking like shit like I'm starting to get happy now you know and it's kind of like so it's like it just goes into like what you're saying it's kind of yeah, happiness comes from like a few different things it's not just from like what you're doing it's more like kind of everything surrounding that as well right when you were in LA did you feel that way I know it was a little bit different for you because you knew the people that you were living with and everything but did you feel any sense of isolation or you know uh, you moved I mean you moved across yeah I felt uh, I felt like I was sort of like another it was another version of myself but I didn't feel I didn't feel at home and I didn't feel like maybe similarly to how you felt where it's like aside from like if you know the people you see every day which would probably be like the people at your office yeah who would care if I ever left this place right like honestly <laughs> yeah. that's how I felt it's, it's like, good people are gonna leave in you know? yeah 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 <laughs> it's just like, I, yeah, like who's gonna who's gonna remember that I was ever in yeah, California yeah. that's how I kind of felt where I felt like in Toronto I felt I felt missed from Toronto too, which I thought was interesting, which I didn't think I would care about. Not not to be rude, I just was like, I'll be fine. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be fine. But I felt missed, which then ulti- ultimately made me miss being back here too. And that was an emotion that I wasn't expecting because I thought I would just kind of go and be like, it's gonna be better out here. Everything's gonna be fine. And that's not how I felt. And so I guess yeah, like I guess the whole thing was I wasn't comfortable. And perhaps I just wasn't there long enough to, like, you've been here for a, while, for a lot longer than I was yeah, in yeah. L.A. for. Um, but ultimately, I think, it, it, like, you, everything we've been talking about is, like, everything just sort of takes time, right? Um, there are people out there that can, like, just immediately be best friends with people and, like, just meet people. And it's, like, that's fine. That's a thing in itself. But I still feel like the people that you meet have to be as much in the same sort of wavelength as you are for that to happen, too. And that's... That you can't control, I don't think, right? That's, like, fate. The fact that you're sitting here is a testament to, like, an energy of some sort that, like, drove us together in some way yeah. of, like, why we're sitting in this room together from, like, a chance encounter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of other people go through life being, like, I'll just pick and choose, and if I want that person to be my friend, I'm going to do whatever I can to get that person to be my friend. They don't sort of, like, let the universe sort of dictate that, not to sound like too hippie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big reason why, like, Gavin and I talk about this, too, is, like, I'm not a fan of, like, dating apps because I feel like it removes chance from the equation. It's just like... Or it just increases your chance. (laughs) 10x. (laughs) But it's like, it doesn't feel like, not to call it natural selection, but it doesn't feel like the nature, nature's order of things. I don't think it works. It don't work. You don't work. It don't don't work. (laughs) It don't work. So what happened, like Cole's notes version of what happened at the end of your date that you based your, your set on. Oh, so the whole... Yeah, the whole thing was kind of like, so I told this girl I was like an artist, and um, I, I like a really deep story, you know? 
Is it true? This is a true story. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I had a very, so I, I'm, I'm like, I was walking at the start of the day and yeah, and they started asking me like, oh, what do you do? You know? So then I didn't want to kind of like tell her kind of like, the truth, you know. So Why? Like, I don't know. Like I, like, I just kind of like just went on and kind of. This is went like on, when like, you lied about the video games. Yeah, just kind of. So, so, so I, I just kind of like. Just, I really started like pumping up like stuff, you know. So I kind of just telling I'm an artist and I do a lot of um, yeah, like illustration work, like life drawing style. Have you ever done a life drawing? Yeah, like when I was like sixteen. <laughs> um, but then yeah, I was kind of just, just going on this whole thing about like drawing. Right? And then like kind of, and then I kind of took her back to mine, and then we um, we got a bit like into this like thing. We're kind of like we're just, like I was like thinking like I want to kind of make out with this girl now, and like Canadians uh, call it smooching. Smooching. Yeah. Right, I've yeah, never yeah. said that. She says that. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of like, yeah. Do you want to come over and smooch? Yeah. Smooch. It's kind of like, so I'm kind of smooth, right? So I'm kind of like, just like like just, necking. Uh, we were necking. Is yeah. that a, is that a thing? You've necking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Necking, necking yeah. off. Necking off, that's the, that's yeah. the British I've heard thing. that. I've yeah. never so heard necking that. So necking's a British thing then. Right? Yeah, I necking. can't remember, I heard that very recently. I was like, yeah. Or getting off, you know? Getting you off, Do you want to yeah. get off with me? Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're going to go do your own things. We'll reconvene after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to get off. I'm just going to get off on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah, and then we, um, yeah, and then she asked me to draw her. Oh, like, no. we're talking Rose and... Rose and uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack and Rose. That's yeah. ballsy. Yeah. yeah, so then kind of like, I'm kind of like, just like just thinking, shit, I need to kind of draw something here. And then I'm kind of like, just there, she's kind of like laying on bed, like naked, because like the whole like scene's kind of set. And I'm just there like kind of drawing this thing, and I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and then I started drawing her, and then she's like, oh, do you want to kind of show me? So I actually changed the details in my search. Which you would do, obviously. Yeah, yeah you have to, like, everything's going to be an elevated version of Yeah, because kind of like, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I just can't tell you the story that I kind of showed her this, but I just kind of just like, oh yeah, let's, let's just talk about this in the morning, you know? <laughs> you just kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's not go there, you know? Yeah. But then that wouldn't have been funny as a comedy set, so I kind of just, of course. Felt, I kind of like, escalated in the comedy set, but, yeah, you kind of just kind of see the set in full, it's kind of like, appreciate it, I think, like, kind of, I kind of told it really badly there. So was the drawing good? No, it wasn't good, but kind of like, <laughs> but this is the thing as well, like, kind of, and just like telling that story just then, it felt weird because kind of like, now that I've turned it into like a comedy routine, it's like, I can't really not say it in that routine, so I kind, yeah, of, yeah. I kind of like, when you're saying like, tell me the end of that story, I'm not kind of thinking, shit, what my lines, what my lines, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just kind of, I, I can't say it naturally anymore because I kind of like, I've got it in my routine, you know, and kind of like, I'm kind of putting all my little like emotions and stuff in my routine, so I need to kind of act it out now because I kind of made it like a set. Which is kind of in, that's actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is interesting. Yeah, because yeah, kind of like yeah, I'm kind of like I've turned something of my life into like a comedy thing. So I can't actually tell it. Well, I think what's interesting about storytelling in general is, I used to think about this in in school, and I've heard other people say this before too. But it was sort of like, I wasn't like a popular kid in school, in elementary school or high school. I was like the the chubby artsy kid, yeah. right? But I found that if I was funny, if I was funny, people noticed. Mm. So then when I realized, I was like, okay, that's my in. I have to be funny. I have to, like, tell stories, and I have to be, like... I gotta look up to, like, J Jim Carrey and Robin Williams and shit, and, like, try and be, like, these types of people. Yeah. And I think, ultimately, now, when I tell stories, it's, like, every time I tell a story, I'm trying to do a bit. And I think that came from, like, being self-conscious, young, of being, like, the only... My only meal ticket is my personality here, so I gotta fucking be funny somehow, right? Mm -hmm. So, even, and I think you might feel the same way, where it's, yeah. like, I... 
I'm going to like put this into this package, yeah. even though it's not the exact way things maybe went through. And it's yeah. not, it's not even that it's lying. It's like, this is like my defense mechanism for the social encounter, right? Yeah. Then I got to embellish this or like yeah, really go, like punch, awesome. punch that point or exaggerate yeah. this or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the car flipped six times. It didn't just spin out. Right. Like it's like, yeah. you're going to just, just pepper things here and there yeah. because by the end of it, it's like, that's a funny fucking story. This guy's funny. I want to hang out with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? I think everyone has their, especially for first time encounters. Right. Yeah. I think as you, get to know people and you get more comfortable and yeah, you know yeah. whatever else it might be a little bit easier to tell the real story or whatever yeah. but I'm the same way like yeah. when I go on the I would love to hear your most stories outside outside oh, of man, my, <laughs> my most stories are I'm like and I came home yeah, yeah. and the mouse yeah. was in the vacuum I my, yeah. I tell it the so, same so I grabbed yeah. the knife I put camel on what? <laughs> But I think, and I notice this with myself, I use dates as the example because it's so easy to see that I'm putting it on, basically. And this person thinks I'm, like, so funny and charming and, like, a great conversationalist, which I thought was yeah, so yeah. funny. That I literally told you before we turn on the mic that I hate small talk. Yeah. And I'll do anything to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. But in those situations, I, I notice I carry a conversation and then I'm like, okay, I'll go on a second date. Like, I, did, I had an okay time. Mm. And, you know, you already start to settle into a little bit more of I'm going to sit back a bit. And then I'm like, yeah. fuck, there's, I was the conversationalist yeah. that whole time. Yeah. Like, you were, you were driving. That person yeah. was just answering my questions yeah. and riffing off my fucking jokes. There is a bit of a weird male-female dynamic, though, that I find. is like, obviously, I used to go on dates all the time. Yeah. And it was sort of like. All the time. Well, I did. <laughs> yeah, like, um, smooth operator. Yeah, like, got this shit down. <laughs> yeah, I, swear, I got a few matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, because I know, I know about myself that if I have to, I can carry the conversation. But I found with, like, the dynamic on a date, I found, specifically with women, it was like, I would just kind of shut up. And most of the people I went, went out with, like, just talked. And I was, it was like, I didn't even enjoy the dates because I didn't get to talk as much, which is probably how you're feeling now. It's like, I wish... No, I mean, no. I don't talk a lot. Do you have the opposite? opposite. I don't talk... I've gone on dates and I've gone back to my friends and I'm like, he didn't ask me a single thing. So, so, so it's you're observing the conversation. I can make it well, as I did <laughs> you're, you're, with you. You're, you're basically keeping a private checklist saying like, okay, I'm going to let this dude talk to me, you know? I've done, then, I did what I did with you, only, like you know, for <laughs> yeah. a longer period of time, which is yeah. like, I can get people to talk and say whatever, mm. but if it's not reciprocated, which I try to leave it open, but mm. I'm like, people will, I've gone out with people and they, they literally don't know a single thing about me mm. when we leave, yeah. when we leave. They, they probably know, like, your Instagram handle. I don't tell them. I don't... I've had dudes be like, hey, let's not exchange numbers. That's just good, tell actually. me what your you, Instagram is. You told me is. about that, too. Like, that... You, was it you that was telling me that? There's, like, this like, this thought now where it's, like, we're not going to text you and use, like, Instagram DMs. Yeah, right? yeah I've had people... Instagram DMs, yeah. I did it once, mm-hmm. and I... Because I was just kind of like, okay, sure, I, I guess. And so we're... I'm not going to follow him, so he follows me. My Instagram's open, so it's like, yeah. who gives a shit? We're chatting in dms we make plans in dms and then we go on one date and i don't want to go out with him again so then he's in my shit and he's watching all my stories still i don't mind it's just like i don't need this this artifact of a failed (laughs) attempt at something 
to remind me of like that guy who I went on a date with where I got shit on by a bird. <laughs> Which happened twice, okay? <laughs> Two that's, different that's, dates. That's, those, are, those are omens. <laughs> like, you are, they, are they lucky or are they omens? Yeah. yeah. I think if you hit two on two separate dates with two different people, it's a sign. So I don't, I don't know. I, back to my original point of I don't know if it works. You don't think online dating works? That's it. No, another another reason as well. It's kind of like like actually committing to going on a date. Like it's just like a that, so that's interesting because like I, I I think I know where you're going with that because like yeah. a lot of people like why do you guys like I'm talking as the the third party here just yeah. being like. Why waste your time messaging someone for a couple of weeks and you don't even see the yeah. person? Oh, I don't do that. I yeah. ask people out within like, yeah, yeah. if we chat for like a few days mm-hmm. and it's a reasonable conversation, I will always ask them out if they haven't asked me out. And if they don't respond or if they're not into like, like making yeah, plans, yeah. goodbye. Bye. So I've got a good technique for this. So, like, kind of like, so I kind of lead with, I kind of lead with like two emojis. Okay. No, it's kind of like, which so ones? So it's like, yeah, like the eggplant one. <laughs> no, 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 like the um, the the drink the pint one. Yeah. Or like a glass of wine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's like question mark because then it's like fun, right? It's kind of yeah. like you got all the douchebags saying like, "Oh, yeah, how's your day going?" It's so, like no one cares, you know. And like I'm like you just go with those two emojis, and then like the girl puts back like, "Oh, I like wine," because oh, cool, let's go for wine. And then have you ever? Like, has there ever backfired where they just like the person only talks with emojis after that, and your entire history is just this emoji conversation? No, because kind of like I, 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 I always try and steer it back, you know. <laughs> like, like, let, let, let's try. Let's get this date. Like get get yeah, this date yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in, like, in the bucket. Well, yeah. I, I just feel like this like. As much as I hate small talk, I hate even more in electronic form. Mm. Like, it's fucking pointless. It makes yeah. no sense. Um, I would even say even with close friends, I don't even like the small talk and, and texting and stuff. Unless it, unless it has some sort of utility. I did a, a whole article once where I was like, I just stopped answering messages for people. I just let them let them die, like, sit in my phone. I was like, all unread. I didn't give a shit. I just, like, went dark. Yeah. So I was like, unless it's a fucking emergency, like, this, this, this I'm so, I just, I need to tune all this shit out for a bit, yeah. right? Um, so I would imagine even on the capacity with a stranger, it's like, just get to the point of being in a room with this person mm. to see if you guys are wasting each other's time or not. Right. Yeah. I think what's interesting, like for me and, and to go back to what I said at the beginning of this entire podcast is like, as I get older, my patience is getting less for, yeah. or my tolerance is getting less for any sort of thing that's like sucking energy from me as opposed to like, did you guys see that, that Will Smith video where he's like, find people in your life that are going to fan your flame. Like, if you use the analogy that everyone's on fire, so you need to find the people that are going to fan your flames to grow bigger and bigger, as, and which is, implies that you're better as a person. And if anyone's there trying to put your flame out, so they're, you know, they're adding negative negativity to your life, they're, they're wasting your time, or they're being rude, or they're saying stupid shit, whatever it is, they're not fanning your flame, let them go do something else. How do you, how do you think you identify people like that like let's say for example that you've been friends with for a really long time I find that people find it very hard to let that go and you know what how do you go about identifying people in your life that don't fan your flame suck your energy that's another Dementors Harry Potter reference (laughs) (laughs) we didn't talk about how he looks like Harry Potter on 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 recording oh okay we'll put a picture we'll put a picture online Yeah. yeah Maybe out of all, so all of the episodes of Exploit have just our thumbnail, which just says Exploit, but maybe yeah. for Aziz, it's just going to be Aziz. <laughs> I think that'd be really funny. Just a picture of my yeah. face when he's I think that'd be really funny. I've got a really good picture of, like, That's me. Like, so this is this actually a funny story. So, like, I should have, like, played my own trumpet. But, like, kind of like, so, 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 like, um, I was talking to this girl, and um, we matched on Tinder, whatever, and then we're kind of talking afterwards. And then, like, um, she goes, oh, I deleted Tinder, so I forgot what you look like, and you sent me a picture. 
so I'm gonna kind of show this picture now. But like, I'll show you later. But kind of like, there's literally a picture of me like kind of zoomed in. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just see like this section yeah, of yeah. me. I'm, I'm like head tilt, like smile, and there's like a faint mustache. <laughs> and, then, and then and then she goes like, yeah, just like, stop talking to this guy. And it's like there's a blank conversation afterwards. She didn't respond. <laughs> no, she 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 didn't ask bullshit. She she did actually talk for a little while, and then she was kind of like went like a better picture, and then. I want a better picture. It got to the point where it's like, yeah, this is, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't be going I out with this dude. I can't. Oh my god, you can't do that. No. You yeah. gotta just. But like, it's funny though, because it's the thing. I kind of like the way I kind of do online dating. is kind of like almost like take a piss with it. Don't take it too seriously because it doesn't really matter. You know, like kind of like this is this person you don't really know. And like kind of like why am I like wasting my time talking to this person? Like because I don't know them. And like they, they, this one girl like talking to me last night, and she goes like, "I'll be right back." Deep conversation with me. And I was like, she's talking forever, you know. That's like online on text. Or... You, but you're kind of just like, why? Yeah, well, I just go for a drink, you know. I'm not a creepy guy, you know. Like I'm just hang out, have a beer or something, and just like see what goes down, you know. And it's kind of, but she didn't want to like do that. She's kind of like, let's just have. A... Did you say like let's go out? And she said. No, to be fair, like, I, 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 I was kind of like talking to her for a while, but it's just kind of like the whole thing is like you're just kind of like wasting a lot of time, just kind of like. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Just it's like, like talking and, to someone. And, you know? and like so what what we were saying this whole like t- like patience or, or finding like what's your tolerance level for like why do you have to keep I just for me it's like why do you have to keep people in your life because you were really close at a time or something yeah to me that doesn't it like not to say that I don't believe in loyalty or, or anything but it will get to a point where like a relationship becomes very one-sided is, is a good example where you know you're always coming to the aid of this person you're always the one to fix something if there's a problem uh, even if you're upset, you have to be the one to mend the relationship because you know that person will never sort of bring that back for you. So there, there has to get to this breaking point where you're like, I'm like, why, why would, why do you keep doing this? It's like a bad relationship, right? It's like, you know, inevitably that 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 tower will crumble, but you have to come to that realization of like, okay, we can't fix this, and you're just taking too much from me, and I'm giving too much away. So it's time to move on. And it's like, how many times do you have to fix a relationship before you're like, okay, fuck it? Well, for sure. That's exactly it. People can't, it's very hard for people to walk away and say, oh, I'm not going to fix this anymore. Maybe it's, maybe for women, not to generalize, but in some ways, I find with female friendships especially, I've noticed it can be harder for people to walk away or, and not to write people off, but to say like this relationship has run its course perhaps and which like, i think is fine i think it's like you know think of people that you you've been in a relationship with it's like there's people you could have been with for years and you shared very intimate moments with them you're, you almost like your souls kind of met for a moment mm-hmm. and you'll you might you didn't you break up and you never see that person again for the rest of your life right mm-hmm. like so that's fine that you had this sort of like moment in time with these people and i think that like people are going to intervene and interwine throughout your entire existence mm-hmm. You're going to have people that are with you maybe till the end of it all, or you're going to have people that are with you for a couple weeks, or you have people for years, right? I just don't think that there has to be this, like, social, um, like, agreement that, oh, we're best friends now, so that means thick or thin, no matter what, you could, you know, you can stab me in the back, and I'll, I'll still take you, you're still my friend, and all that stuff. Like, I just think there has to be a limit for that, because you know, life is futile. Like, it's yeah, like, you, got, you know what I mean? Like, it's there's so no time for it. Downer, man. <laughs> yeah. Good deep on this. Yeah. We've got these lovely 
Yeah, you could get Prana, coconut chips in life is futile. Sponsor yeah. us. Sponsor us. It's like, you know, I have a tattoo that says, it's now. Yeah. And it's like, this is the only thing that fucking matters right now. Yeah. It's us sitting in this room talking to this Yeah, friend. you seem very good at living in the present. Yeah, but, but, but it's, it's, it's interesting the whole thing of like, uh, the commitment thing. Like, kind of like, how, how like, kind of like, how, how much, I, I'm kind of, is that the right point I'm making? But like, kind of just kind of like, just, yeah, like, making commitments with people and kind of like then you go for your next thing and I don't know like kind of it's, it's like just these, hard these, like, like social agreements you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like I'm a bit tired and I think I think it's about be keeping good people in your life yeah, and the people yeah. who aren't good which is the difference that we're trying to make it's not to be like oh like sorry I just didn't have the time to like no, no, that's you not, know yeah, put into yeah. our friendship or whatever but the people who like you said aren't fanning your flame to quote Will Smith yeah. very wise it is right yeah. very wise it was like a video like it's not often his Instagram is a little, little crazy. I haven't really watched his Little Instagram. crazy um, You know, if all the faults of Facebook, sometimes a video comes across your feed, and you know, you might be a better person for it. <laughs> you could learn how to make cheesy pull apart bread and also remove negativity from your life. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, what do you want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could have both. Um, yeah. Speaking of social networks, uh, let's talk about this exodus that's sort of pseudo happening on Instagram. So, you, so I'm in a different sort of segment within Instagram and I've you seen get it. You get it, you're Instagram famous. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say this. Instagram famous. How do you follow? I'm Patrick T. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, for, for me personally, it's like, I've just been seeing story after story of either yeah. fuck Instagram, I'm moving to this platform or the opposite of Vero is awful and I want nothing to do I've with this. I've seen both. I've mm-hmm. seen um, people being like, but it's funny how a lot of people who are quote unquote influencers or whatever yeah. who are like, all I, of them have been like. Put, did you just put me in those quotes? I, I saw did. It in your eyes. We've all used air quotes, I will say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one can tell. Ex- there's a lot of people don't know this. There's a lot of air quotes on exploit. But we, no one sees. we don't miss we don't misuse them. No, we don't. I don't. No, I can can, can honest, you misuse air, air quotes? Yeah, you could be like, "This is salsa." <laughs> <laughs> you say it in the voice. Yeah. You, you, you air quoted your, yeah. your connotation. You yeah, change the voice to you get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a could, vegan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, nice, this you know? beef jerky is vegan. Yeah, I brought so vegan you should try jerky. this. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. So I've seen people who are like, I'm just testing this out. So you can tell they're like, if this fails, I still have my full Absolutely. Instagram. Absolutely. Like, no one's like, hi guys, I'll be deleting deleting my account. Hi guys, you know, straight to camera. I'm deleting my Instagram now and I'm going to be on Vero, like find me there. That's what it's called, right? So what's the, what is the monetization of that platform? So basically what they're saying is the first million uh, accounts won't have to pay for anything and it'll be completely ad free. Every account after that is going to be a sign up fee or a subscription. Should we sign up right now? I've already signed up for it. The problem is it just doesn't work. So they've been having server issues because of the demand. Oh. Here's the weird thing. So, like, I think it was in September. Yeah, September of 2017. uh, Zack Snyder, who's like the director of uh, Justice League and like Batman v Superman and stuff, did a short film on his phone. But the only way you could watch it was that it got released on Vero. Much like, you know, when, like, Jay-Z and Kanye do, like, a title release? Sure. So, this app got Zack Snyder, you know, Batman v Superman was coming out, he's big name at the time. This idea of him shooting in a short film on a phone was, like, really interesting within, like, the Hollywood circle, and I was just interested to see, like, a blockbuster director make a fil- movie, basically a movie with his phone. So, I had to download this fucking app just to watch this stupid video, and at the time I was thinking, like, this is so dumb that I have to download this stupid fucking app just to watch this short film. The short film ended up sucking anyways. But that was in September, and I remember I was just like, Vera, what the hell is this shit? 
And I was just like, oh, it's interesting. They probably spent quite a bit of money to get like Zack Snyder to do this like promo piece for this app. So I was interested in just like looking at it and browsing around, just seeing like what the hell is this thing about. So I downloaded it, watched the damn thing, set up an account because I had to sign up for an account for it. And then after I finished watching the video, I was like, fuck this. I deleted it basically right away. So when everyone started talking about it the last couple of weeks, I'm like, where's this coming from all of a sudden again? Like this already had like a little blip in time and no one gave about a shit about it then. Yeah. So why all of a sudden is it growing right now? I, I wasn't able to pinpoint the sort of like patient zero for why Vero got so much sort of praise or right. attention in the last week or so. But the, the, the path of, of it being like, hey, everybody, let's go on Vero to, oh, wait a second, the entire team is all men. There might be some ties to some weird Saudi Arabian construction company that was like mistreating workers and stuff. This is what I've been seeing in Instagram stories, by the way. It's like people are doing like full out novels, either pro or against. Then their terms of service sort of came to light of the same. They have an unrevocable, irrevocable, sorry, irrevocable license of owning all of your content and can sell it and all this kind of shit. And like that became a whole thing. Then they changed the terms of service. And, but the, the thing of all of it, you use the app and the only thing this app has done for me in the last week or so. Can I see it? Yeah. The only thing it's done for me is notify me of friends joining it. Yeah. yeah. It says like, you know, Gabby has joined Vero and then I'll like click on it and then server issue. It's like, can't look timeout uh, error, timeout error. Right. So, so like the, the, I was going to make a point. Like I know. So, so like, what's the habit that they try to like, cater for like kind of what, what's like the new behavior that kind of like the it's sort of work it's in. an entirely ad-free platform mm. and it's still posted in chronological order because a big thing that people are upset about is that instagram's not chronological you yeah. can see a post that i posted two weeks ago mm. in your feed tomorrow which is counter to what instagram twitter and all and facebook were when they originally started it was like it was an in the moment this is what happened right now you're seeing the things as they sort of happen throughout the day and the other thing is the app itself has an interesting posting format where you can be like friends, acquaintances, everyone kind of thing. So you can put people into buckets and you'd be like, okay, this is like something maybe I would normally put on Snapchat. So it's like for my very close friends. So this thing's only one of my friends, right? Then I'll do something where I'm like out to dinner and I'm like, maybe that person that I know of who follows me, I'll put them into that bucket too. Or it's like, you know what, fuck it. I want the whole world to see this. I go public with it, right? Technically, features that, like, Facebook has, if you were to dive into it. But they've simplified the user experience for something like that, that there was a bit of buzz around, like, oh, maybe this is how social networks should work. They shouldn't have ads and blah, blah, blah. So basically, no algorithm. No algorithm, and it's all based on small a smaller network. I think the whole thing is sort of, like, you keep it contained to, like, much like I feel like people have a smaller following on, like, Snapchat and stuff like that. It's much more of, like, your close circle. It's the, the ethos of that, but then coupled with, the public nature of Instagram, should you wish to use that as well. Right. But the app doesn't work, so it doesn't. doesn't, doesn't and are, are, is it posting videos and it's images? It's everything. And also, you can even just do like... Um, Text. Or a recommendation. You can be like, I just watched a movie and I can give it like four stars. And it's like, Patrick says, go watch Annihilation. Yeah. I just listened to Exploit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So there's like promise in the the theory of it all but it's just it's it's an idea that falls in execution it's like most social networks you can have a really great idea for a social network but it has to come through an execution and how do you really shift a a a dedicated user base that's so large to completely abandon something they've built a community on right when they have a bit like that many people have a business model on well yeah exactly i mean that's a whole other thing it's like yeah i'm i'm not against having to build a new following on another platform that doesn't worry me 
what worries me is if like that app isn't worth the effort for it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to wait. Like I feel like I already made that mistake even with Snapchat. And I think a lot of people are starting to be like, oh, this was a fucking waste of my time because it's like they seems like the company doesn't really care about its user base. There was that whole there was a change.org that had like three million petitions to go back to the old Snapchat. Yeah. And and the, C, the CEO had the CEO had to go on like some stock earnings reporter like Bloomberg or something and be like, no, we're not changing it. Like I have to acknowledge this. We're not changing it. Um, you know, everything, all of your concerns are actually like proof for why it should be the way that it is now. It was all this like fluff bullshit, but like, you just like, we talked to Mike about this too. And he was like, he doesn't fuck it. Like my brother, my younger brother, he doesn't care about Snapchat anymore. So like, do you really want to invest in another platform where, you know, like maybe six months from now, it's going to be completely pulling or two weeks from like, you know, two weeks ago when everyone was like, you remember when BBM came back for that yeah. little period of time where there was like BBM for iPhone and everyone started posting their pins as their Facebook status, and they were tweeting out, like, add me on BBM, add me on BBM. I was, like, sitting there going, like, why? <laughs> like, why are you bringing back BBM? It makes no sense. We all have iMessage now. We all have Facebook Messenger. It didn't make sense. And, what, two weeks later, uh, nobody uses fucking BBM. Do you remember <laughs> that app, Peach? Peach was another really good example. Yeah, um, yeah. He actually works with um, someone at your team. So, like, like, a brother... I think Daniel's brother yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, a brother of someone I work with, basically. Did, did like, Peach... Did, yeah. What happened to it? Yeah, what did happen to it? I don't it? know the full story. I, yeah. I, I Come went, on, explain. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. wonderful, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, let's get some, right? like, but, but, yeah, it's like... Um, yeah, I want to like, hear about the Yeah, we were sort of talking about that on the weekend a little bit. It was just like they couldn't really find... They, they got too much buzz too fast and couldn't scale with it, much like what's happening with Vera right now. Right. You get all this, like, early buzz on a network, but if the features don't follow through or the experience doesn't follow through, you completely lose everybody and they won't come back. So are yeah. you what? Which apps are you on besides the dating ones? Well, well this is the thing. I kind of like, like kind of like Facebook, Instagram, and, and all that. It's kind of like I'm on all of them. It's kind of it's, it's a whole thing of like you've already kind of invested in these things. They kind of you've already got like all your photos on there. Kind of you've already got all that on there. So it's like how can you kind of like just like take that off and put it somewhere else? Do you want to kind of start afresh or something? Like you still got all like your memories from sentimental values on these things that you kind of like built up over time. It's like why don't you want to kind of start doing it? on here because like the good thing about like Instagram was kind of like it was very simple it's kind of like it's really you put a picture it kind of like stores into your album it's kind of like you've got like a picture feed kind of like your memories right like, kind of, like, it's very simple it's one thing that it's doing it's kind of like it's done it that thing well right and it's kind of like it's, it seems like um, Vero seems doing like a bit of everything mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's almost like kind of doing Facebook all over again it's like why would anyone want to do that you know like, well we all hate Facebook now yeah. but yeah. do we hate it because of the ads do we hate yeah. it because of the experience I don't hate it because this is my thing if if I could pay for these platforms, I would. The problem is I know most people won't. So deal with the fucking ads. That's my take on it. It's like, just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the end of the world that every like four or five posts is some like Amex ad or something. Like it really, to me, you learn to tune it out. Just like we've learned to tune out banner ads on every damn website that we visit, right? So why complain? It's got advertising, it's got advertising. Well, like, are you going to pay... 20 bucks a month? Are you going to pay 99 cents a month? Are you going to pay something for it? You seem to, like, the model seems to work for things like Spotify, but I also know people that'll sit through fucking Spotify ads because they're just so frugal, I don't know, or so cheap that they'll go spend $7 on a latte, but they won't spend two bucks more to have an entire month of millions and millions of songs to listen to 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's what, when I hear people, because I bought ads for so long, when I hear people that are like, ads are terrible and you know with things like paywalls and all of that i'm like how else do you expect good journalism like there isn't a better model yet you're not willing to subscribe to the global mail or whatever 
So how what, you want it for free? You literally just want it for free. How do you expect that, journalists it's, it's to make enti- money? Yeah, it's the entitled. The internet is entitled, right? And I feel like everyone just feels like they deserve this shit. It's like you first you had nothing to do with the invention of any of it. It's something that was given to you as you could take it or leave it. So either take it as it is or don't use it. Or right? make something else. Or make something else. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're gonna make something else, make something good, which I think Vero is not the answer to. Yeah. I think it's 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 progress. I I want more players in this category because that creates competition and that makes the core platforms everyone's using even better facebook has gotten better because of things like snapchat instagram would not be instagram without snapchat stories are because snapchat right so we love instagram stories so much because snapchat invented that right and they just sort of mimicked it so i wonder if instagram will respond to this with by saying we'll fix the algorithm we'll change the algorithm we'll remove the algorithm like if they were tomorrow come out and say like no more algorithm everything's back to chronological would all these people be like well fuck vero Here's what I think is gonna simple happen. fix, right? It's kind of like it's kind of it's also kind of like using these like smaller players like Vero is kind of like trying to fix your problems. Or, like, well, here's the thing: it's like, like right. Facebook, Facebook, and Google, and all these guys. Apple could just be like, "Hey, Vero, you're probably valued at like fucking twenty million, maybe a hundred million if you're mm-hmm. if you're lucky. You probably don't have the user base to even worth that kind of money, but we'll buy you and take your tech." And then this isn't a problem for us anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like WhatsApp. Everyone was using WhatsApp as this like alternative messaging platform. What's Facebook do? They buy WhatsApp. You're like, I don't want to use Facebook Messenger, I'm using WhatsApp and use WhatsApp. Well, guess what? You are using Facebook Messenger. It's the same fucking technology, yeah. right? So to me, it's like you can I, I, I just want more people coming up with ideas to try and I don't want to call it fixing because I actually don't think the stuff is that broken. It's just people are whiny and they want something better even though they don't really deserve it. And they're not even using what they have already to its full potential. Yeah. So like because you don't want to see like a sponsored Instagram post, you want to go fucking completely change your entire user experience and tell all your friends to go follow you on this brand new app. What the hell's the point? Like, what is the point of that, right? It's like buying a new house and then you can't bring any of your stuff with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go invest in this brand new house and all this shit, but you know, the, the last five years of me building a family in this home, I'm going to leave that all behind. But the, the thing is, what? If you're going to use it better, you're going to be using Facebook. Anyway, same Yeah, I don't think people, that's the thing. I don't think people are gonna be like abandoning. I yeah. mean, you need it needs it needs to swell to a certain point yeah. in order to get people to tip totally over to the other side, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and never gonna use a community has time. to almost like completely fall off the wayside for you to really start a new one, mm. right? Or it has to be so different and offer something that none of the other apps offer that you can actually just add it as this sort of like augmenting piece to your current repertoire. Mm-hmm. Vine was a really good example of that, where like Vine didn't replace anything that any other app was doing. It was something entirely new, right? It was like, I'm going to post a six second video that I can only use my phone, I can only record once, right? Obviously over time it changed and it became a little bit more similar to other apps, which I think was its downfall. But at the beginning it was like, I can invest in this because... I can't do what I want to do on Vine anywhere else. Yeah. But I can do what I do on Instagram, on Facebook. I can do what I do on Vero, on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. I can do my stories on Snapchat. I can tweet my thoughts that I put on my status on Facebook. Yeah. So all of them just like, it's like pick your poison. Like what do you, what's more comfortable to you, right? Some people like PC, some people like Mac. Which one looks better for you, right? Yeah, so just like the, the point there is kind of like, yeah, like, but each one of them was kind of doing one thing. One thing very well. Very well. Very well. It's, and it seems like, yeah, Vero's not really doing 
anything well really because the app doesn't work. The app doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's um, kind of listed everything around it kind of thing like the ads for example it's kind of is that like a big enough like value for someone to kind of like just like drop everything and also the paid model as well like kind of like for how long do you subscribe to this thing you know like, kind of, like if you want to kind of stop paying for this then what happens to all your yeah, stuff, yeah, right? What's, what's like the point of it? Then you have like Elo that's still on the playing field. You guys heard of Elo? Yeah. So yeah. Elo had a, a big wave like years ago. Like we're talking maybe like three, four years ago. Almost. It was when we worked together. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. And um, it was even out before we were working together too. I remember like people were starting talking about it. I remember signed up for it and I was just like the user interface wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of the, the UX. But, you know, I was seeing now people, it was interesting. They're like, Oh, you know, never mind. Vero sucks. If you really want to find me on a free platform that doesn't have ads, you know, add me on Elo, right? And I'm like, but you, it's interesting that you you have to use your Instagram story to tell all these people this. So like, yeah. this clearly still has a place for everybody. So why are we still looking for alternative? It's just to me, it's like it's hype for the sake of hype, and it's bandwagoning to the extreme where I'm like, oh yeah, you know, the my friend just stop using Instagram and I'm going to fuck stop using Instagram and then you're know, like a week later like oh this app no one's, no one's liking my shit here because <laughs> yeah, nobody's yeah. here let me go back to Instagram where my friends actually like, give a it, shit it's already kind of like it's already baked into what we already do so kind of like why would you stop doing that thing it's kind of you still need it and it's like saying like it cuts to a point when it tips that's when it's going to be like it'll be like it when you know when MySpace just stopped being relevant yeah, then yeah. you're like okay you know it's time to move on yeah, <laughs> it's time to like get on to this right yeah. I, but the one thing I will say is I am I'm a fan of being an early adopter of things. So I would say watch these platforms, see yeah. what happens because you also don't want to be the one that said the skeptic that just never gave it a chance. Mm. And then, you know, three months from now, it's like you're loser. loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're the one with you're, you're, you're the last one with a Blackberry and everybody has an iPhone at the party. Right. Mm. And, and that was like when people kept saying like iPhones were stupid. Right. Mm. Cause I used to be the kid with the iPhone and everyone had a Blackberry and everyone was laughing at me. And then it got to the complete opposite. Like, who the fuck's laughing now? Like, clearly, you just have to be, like, mindful of, like, where things are moving, yeah. right? So, yeah. how about this? We typically do, at the end, mm -hmm. a what are you listening to, what are you, what watching? Are you watching recommendations. Mm -hmm. We can do those. But also, I'm curious, what's your favorite app? What app do you use the most? Okay. Outside of, let's say, the core. Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Reddit. I, I, Reddit's the most used app for me. So, like, I, I, I want to start using this, and I'll kind of like start, I'll start using Headspace. That's a good one. Um, you pay for it? So, not yet. It's expensive. It's expensive. This is a thing. I, I, I'm like, what, Mental what, health is expensive. Like, what, what's your thoughts on this? Is kind of like, is it is it worth paying for? Like, kind of like, joking, like, kind of like, because, like, if you paid for a year, and cause the thing I, I'm always like wary of is paying for something for a year, and then you're kind of like using this thing. And then it's kind of like, then do you stop paying for it at that point? And then you kind of do know it automatically without having to pay for it again. So, so what I did, because I didn't want to pay for Headspace, mm -hmm. is I went and found, um, they're sort of like meditation podcasts. Mm -hmm. So you can just, I just literally went into the app, my app, and I just searched for meditation podcasts. They have some that are close to hypnosis and stuff. So... I, would, I was like, okay, I'm going to try these, and if I use them regularly, then Headspace is something worth investing in. Because yeah. if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to be, you know, sort of, yeah, kind of dedicated with it. Yeah, yeah. But they're, these, they're actually pretty good. So they'll say, like, please do not operate heavy machinery while listening to. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's so fun. And I just fall asleep. <laughs> you can also ask, like, you can ask your Google for it to do meditation with you. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can ask the whole thing. Yeah. I ask it to play ocean sounds for me. I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. raindrops are quite nice as well, you know? Yeah, like... it's really creepy. If you ask it to do sleep sounds, sometimes yeah. it misreads you and sings a lullaby, and it's like oh, the wow. creepiest thing of all time. <laughs> um, it's like, like that voice? She sings oh, wow. you like, go to oh, sleep, wow. go to sleep, and you're like, Google, stop. <laughs> you freak out. Yeah. Sings that it. sings, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so we got Headspace, which is yeah. really good for your head. <laughs> Reddit, which is just another consumption platform. Just, yeah. It keeps me, it just, Reddit keeps me in the loop on everything. It's like for me to stay up to date and current, I use Reddit. See, I use Reddit for very specific um, subreddits, but I don't go on regularly and sort through the content, like, which maybe like I Like new and stuff, or just like the popular, the homepage? I go to, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're on like our mouse hunters? Don't bring up the mouse anymore. <laughs> yeah, the mouse would be like, got like a recurring theme, you know, like it keeps it coming in, kind of creeps its way the, in. The mice are dead, I would say, so another sponsor for us should be the rat poison people that I have, because they oh, nice. are gone. Like, dis- Did they, they disintegrate the mice? Oh, oh yeah. Kind of yeah. makes you wonder, like, if it's good for humans to be around. I'll be dead soon. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, not yeah, no. Uh, okay, so the app that I use the most, I'm always trying to use my phone less, but I have a horrible addiction. Yeah. So. You use your off button. <laughs> yeah, I've deleted all the apps before. What do I use the most outside of? Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, I asked this question, question and I don't actually know. Yeah. I There's an app that I really like called Splitwise, which is just a... My friends and I do a lot of trips and things together and it helps to keep money organized of who spends what because we're like, I'll pay for whatever, I'll pay for whatever. And then it, it just tracks it for you. It just tracks it for you. And That's so like cool. if we went on a trip and then three weeks later we go out for dinner and you pay or whatever, then it would balance out all of our different activities and I find that quite helpful. Link to your account so you gotta manually put it. No, because it's not like Venmo in the States, right, where it will automatically pay. So my favorite for transferring money is PayPal. I use also use the PayPal app. But PayPal takes too long to transfer back into your bank account, I find. It does take three to five business days, but well, I mean I liked it because it didn't ask you for security questions. But now I notice that my bank stopped asking. For yeah, you can you questions. can allow you can you can have like authorized senders that you don't need to use that anymore. And I find that like e transfer just works like interact transfer just works the best. I like in my PayPal. Opinion. It's too slow. Yeah. I like if, if if I could use PayPal more often as like a payment service, then yeah, I do pay everything online with PayPal. If there's PayPal, I'm gonna use PayPal. Yeah. Um, cause just because it's like it auto fills all my shit for me. Yeah. Um, but my PayPal's linked to my credit card. I don't have like a balance on PayPal, right? The problem I always had, like, I had an account, I had a, I had a client pay me four grand once in PayPal, and I just left it in there as, like, online shopping money. <laughs> I just left the money in my PayPal. Remember the story <laughs> that you told from Grip, where you forgot that you had RSP money? Yeah, that was funny. I just oh, wow. know I had this RSP, and then I, like, looked in the mail, and I got this, like, form, and it was like, you have all this money, and I was like, oh, that's good. That's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because it was like, you know, because I don't know how, like, how, how your agency works, but, like, it was just, I just picked the highest contribution level mm-hmm. on my paycheck. So I got used to that was my paycheck. I didn't realize they were taking like 20% from it, right? Or 15, 20%. So when I left, they were like, here's everything you did for the last like three years or whatever. I was like, oh, sweet. That's good to know. That's awesome. Okay. So final round of recommendations of what are you watching? What are you listening to? Yeah. We started with apps. We didn't even do watching or listening. Yeah. We're going to do that last. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What am I watching right now? Uh, I just saw Annihilation, which I thought was like one of the best movies I've seen this year. Is that the one with Natalie Portman? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah? You can listen to our review on Two Front Seats. <laughs> Link is in the in the bio, or you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts, <laughs> including here on iTunes. 
Um, yeah, no, Annihilation was fantastic. It's one of the best sci-fi movies since Arrival, which mm. if you liked Arrival, you'll definitely like this one. Cool. So, like, um, Lady Bird is a very good film. It is a very good film. And it's a very popular film. And it's also, like, Three Billboards is, like... Three Billboards at Ebon, Missouri? Fantastic yeah, it's such a good film. Yeah, you yeah. really like that movie. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. But the thing is, like, everything about it is awesome. It's kind of, like, kind of... It's such a simple, kind of, like, premise. And yeah, it the, is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, like, it's like a small town story. But the kind of the way that I kind of, like, just, like, escalated things... It's like super smart. Have you watched that? I, I unfortunately can't remember the director's name right now, but he did In Bruges and he also did uh, Seven Psychopaths. Mm. He's a really good director. Yeah. And I find like this movie in particular, um, Three Evans, or sorry, Three Billboards Outside Evans, Missouri, is like a Coen Brothers film like on crack. It's yeah. like mm. it's like a, an even more exaggerated, like a little bit more violent version of like a really smart, witty Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, it's got yeah. like undertones of like the Coen brothers but it's got like this sort of like just like its own edge to it which is really really cool so something I like about it is also kind of the shots as well so it's kind of like cinematography it's fantastic it's kind of like yeah. kind of silly. you can see the like that's the poster in itself you know like, absolutely I mean, every frame so I every used to, frame yeah, every frame's a painting yeah, yeah. right like yeah, that's yeah. there's that YouTube channel obviously but I always think like the best movies every still frame of that movie should be able to be printed and put on a wall mm. that's a great film is when you yeah. every single frame there's 24 frames in a second in a movie, right? And it's like every single one of those should be something you could put on the wall and be like, that's a great photograph. So you should watch The Florida Project. Florida Project's fantastic, too. Yeah. yeah. I watched that on yeah. film. It's in 70 mil. At, oh. uh, at, um, Do you know the cool the, thing about it? There's this one scene where the kid, well, this is kind of like creepy, but where the kind of kids are kind of sat and it's kind of, it just says Florida Oranges. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the design that, that, and art direction that, that, of that movie yeah. is yeah, incredible. That, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's shot on film. That was shot on actual film. It's not a digital oh, wow. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really good movie. Okay, that's not my recommendation, but it was good. Um, so my recommendation is a podcast, an NPR podcast called Embedded. I listened to that whole series about Trump, and they go back to kind of, they're, they're trying to analyze how did Trump that we know today come to be. So they go back to how The Apprentice started, and how the Trump Tower in New York was built. And so they kind of go back into his history and they follow chronologically and tell these stories. So interesting. it's interesting hearing the, hearing the story about how The Apprentice started, which is, what's the guy's name? Mark Burnett, who created Survivor and like The Apprentice. Producer? Like the producer? Yeah, like the guy, the creator, the show creator. I think that's his name. And he's in whatever, the Amazon or wherever they're shooting Survivor that year. And he's just thinking about his family in New York and how he misses them. And he starts thinking about the concrete jungle and he just comes up with this premise for a show of people competing for a job. And at the time, Donald Trump was big, but he wasn't like the Donald Trump that then became after The Apprentice. So they just talk about how that is the show that basically gave him the platform to then one day become president. president. The reporting is, is really, really good. My second recommendation, I have two. I thought a lot about this. Say, say about the first one, though. Is she, like, that's actually super interesting about like Trump because mm -hmm. it's kind of like... A lot of people don't really see like that backstory. There's no real way for people to really understand him as a human being, and they just kind of see what happens today. And it's kind of like like learning that's actually really important to kind of like form your opinion about how yeah. he is, you know. Like, and a lot of it is about his business, right? Yeah. Like his the personal of who is Donald Trump, which mm. I don't think who knows, right? Yeah, like, yeah. who fucking knows? Mm. But it's all about how he conducts his business. And, you know, it's really interesting, though, like, they don't talk about on the show how, you know, he went bankrupt three times, four times, how a lot of his buildings were in disrepair and, you know, were all this kind of how stuff. How pushed an entire black community out of, out of New York. 
like there's have they got to that point yet because that, that's an interesting part of his history too right yeah. exactly so very good and then my second is I started following this guy on Spotify which is I find Spotify really bad for discovery of new music it just really I have the complete opposite feeling I don't know I don't it doesn't like my discovery weekly and just the things that it recommends is always a regurgitation of the things that I already currently so listen to. Same noise. So. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, I've listened to this song before. Why is it in my Discover Weekly? That's weird. I do you don't not understand. do you not like and engage with stuff? Excuse me. Like, do you like stuff? No. Uh, like, that's why you're not you're not helping the algorithm. Yeah, but this is like how like RDO used to give me the best it was the best for discovery. RDO is gone though. But... <laughs> so, anyways, I found this guy. His name's Alex Delaney. He's a writer for Bon Appetit, and he makes these amazing playlists. Oh, oh he's like a curator. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. So I, it's not something that I've done before other than like with friends, listening to what they have curated, but it has all these different playlists for, I, I think Wouldn't the one cool I was be... listening to now is called Chicken Salad Sandwich. Nice. Is it nice. themed in some way, or is it just like, here's the thought around it? Some of them are themed in terms of um, like... Some of it's like the best music of it. Some of it's genre based, so rap or whatever. One of them was about like music for being alone. It was like something along those lines. And I was talking to my friend Megan. I'm like, oh, you should follow this guy on Spotify. He makes all these good playlists. And I said his name. And she was like, I literally found him because I was search- searching for, I wish I could remember what it was called, like music for being alone. And I was like, that's really fucking depressing yeah, like, <laughs> and you, weird. You, you, had, you had what, because you know how, so Spotify has the feed that like tells you what people are listening to. It's yeah. like the little news feed. And it was one on the weekend. It was like lazy Sunday dinner or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's one of his plays. That's one of his plays. <laughs> yeah. nice. um, I do find, I, I, I feel like it's a nice little like interesting look into people's psyche when you see like what they're playing or like what, what song they're listening to and what playlist they're listening to. It's kind of funny, like, kind of like, yeah, the moment, like what's the name of that song? Yeah, it's like way back in the day. Do you remember MSN Messenger used to have like a now now playing thing? Like your Windows Media Player would push to your MSN status. No, I would just put whatever song lyrics as your actual username. Let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. Well, you know what? That's how how that's come back is Instagram captions. People's Instagram captions usually come from song lyrics. It's a lot of too much emotion sometimes for me. Yeah. Emotion. Kylie Jepsen, throwback, really good album. We love that album. We love that. Yeah, it's so good. good. Yeah. Listen to that. Listen to that. All right, Aziz, thank you so much for coming today. Yeah. I hope this was cheaper than Headspace. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to get Headspace in because I've now got, like, what to do, you know? Like, I know that is awesome, you know? I'm just kind of sitting here and talking. Do you like it? Yeah. It's, like, weird, you know? Kind of, like, it's, like, kind of just, like, you just sit here and you're just, like, speaking and thinking, shit, like, what am I even talking about, you know? Hey, you just, he revealed our meal ticket and our secret. (laughs) If I just still like, what's it like to make a podcast? You just kind of sit there. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you just yeah. have to know that you have to say something. You just know they have to say something. You have to say something. It's know? all the the core of it all is just fill gaps. Mm. No awkward. <laughs> try not to have any awkward silence. Yeah. All right, I'm Patrick. Like that pause right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Right. yeah. Speaking of, you know. All right, here's our outro. I'm Patrick. I'm Gabby. We'll see um, you next week. Oh, you can say your name. I'm a cease. What do you like? Uh, tacos. <laughs> <laughs>